This broadcast is sponsored by Summit Bible College. Welcome to the Summit Show. This is the host, Caitlin Hashem. I'm in the studio today with such special, anointed, gifted women of God. I'm so honored to have Dr. Sherry Rose of Wellspring Spring Development, Wellspring Personal Development. There you go. <laughs> I'm so excited that I can't talk. And then Dr. Jane Petzer. Hi. How are you? I'm good. (laughs) You're just staring at me, smiling, Sherry, like you've never done the show before. (laughs) I'm new. Oh, you are not new. You and I have done this a lot. So these women are exceptional leaders in our community. They're both very educated and very well equipped in ministry. They are counselors and ministers. So they're not just counselors. Dr. Sherry specifically started Wellspring how many years ago? Oh, 2010 came the idea. 2012, I finally got through my nonprofit status. Yeah. So, but we started operating really in 2011 before the we got the governmental okie dokie to be a 501c3. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, so 12 years this year. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So, Dr. Sherry and I have worked together for a long time, mm-hmm. and we're, I always, she's my security blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I'm going to do something big and bold, I always like, call her because I'm like hey if I mess up it's on you too girl mama I need help <laughs> right <laughs> so we just connected on doing this amazing navigate mm-hmm. marriage conference yes. so we are going to be can I have the flyer because I yeah, get nervous too. I, I need to read it read off of it <laughs> so this flyer is on our website by the way if you want to visit us at summitbiblecollege.com and see what we're all about there's so much to talk about today Dr. Jane and I haven't really gotten to know each other a whole lot yet, so I'm excited specifically to have her um, because she has actually been, Dr. Jane, uh, who's on as well, she's been very instrumental in helping with some of our curriculum at the Bible College. And Mm -hmm. you, Dr. Jane, last year, you basically created a marriage counseling course. Yeah, that's correct. So tell us about that. Um, I... I sat through a course that was actually premarital counseling that was supposed to be marriage counseling. And as I was uh, actively engaged in marriage counseling at that time, um, kind of had the opportunity to have a lot of input there. And uh, when the course was finished and we discussed some things that might make it beneficial, we decided to add the marriage counseling and found the textbooks and, um, and then just launched that. It was actually a really fun class. That's so cool. So it was the first time we've actually ever had a marriage counseling class. You're right. We've had for many years premarital counseling, but it was always titled marriage counseling, which was kind of confusing because the book was actually a premarital counseling book. So I think that it was definitely time for us to branch off and still keep the premarital because it has its value. Absolutely. Um, So you've been really instrumental in that. And then you're actually going to be starting next week. You're teaching our Christian counseling ethics course, which you're also revamping. Yeah, so we're in the process of doing that. I think um, it's such a necessary thing. There's so much talk about uh, authenticity, which is good, but um, but ethical is different than that. You know, you just want to be consistent throughout, and as opposed to how you present, you want who you are to be consistent throughout, and how to work out tricky situations because there's not a rule for everything. Exactly, and that class is 
100% required for anybody who is a counseling major because it goes over the law and the ethics of Christian counseling. So it goes over like Tarasoff laws and all these things that are very important regarding confidentiality. You know, if it weren't for that class, I could have gotten in a lot of trouble because I was a youth leader at, when I was taking, um, actually wasn't that class. It was another counseling class at Summit because I wasn't a counseling major, but I just took a couple and the counseling major had talked the counseling course I was taking had talked about confidentiality, but it had also talked about when we have to be court reporters and like report certain situations. And I had one of my youth, um, was like suicidal and cutting herself. And she like, it was bad. And she confided in me and she trusted me. And it was this really great relationship in the respect of, I felt like I was reaching her, but I had to tell her father because I was put in a situation where it's like, if this girl ends up doing something, I'm it's I need to make sure that it's known that she's as bad as she is yeah and she ended up getting better but I did tell her dad and you know so I could have innocently ended up in a situation that was not good but I think that's what's really cool about our counseling classes in general is that we equip the the people you know not just with the skill set but with the understanding of like the type of you know (laughs) the 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 world that you're in like you have to be very careful about where you're at what you're doing what you say what you don't say and who you're with and who you're dealing with and I think you know it's just necessary so all of that to say going into the marriage I reached out to Dr. Sherry Rose and I was like hey this was months ago but mm-hmm. I'm like we need to have a marriage conference so Dr. Sherry what is it about that idea that really caused mm-hmm. you to want to jump jump on jump on it I think that um you know marriage and um, couple relationships, committed couple relationships, like we're getting, getting married, and um, are are fund are fundamental to our society. And as Christian leaders, especially um, understanding that that basis for our children and the homes that they're going to grow up in is going to set up what's going to happen in the future and how their lives are going to unroll. And um, I think so much of the marital values that that I saw even myself growing up are missing today. And I think there's so many amazing things that we can get back, that we can claim back and say, hey, this is what marriage is. It's about unity, not selfishness. It's about being other-centered and being completely fulfilled yourself at the exact same time. It's about <clears throat> two individual people with between them a relationship that both honors each other and honors and glorifies the Father. And it's not just uh, about um, how are we succeeding, what are we doing, how many, what's our minivan look like, how many kids do we have in soccer, and all the busyness that we make life to be. Mm-hmm. I think we get lost mm-hmm. in life. I think our marriages get lost in life, and we just need help tuning up. Yeah, for sure. So you two are actually really linking together at Wellspring. You have eight other counselors. Mm-hmm. At Wellspring, and you too, Dr. Jane and Dr. Sherry, are the only ones that are actually doing marriage counseling there. Um, Dr. Jane said something really profound over the break when we were preparing this conversation, and I said, "Hey, like, is there a demand on marriage counseling right now?" What did you say? There's, there's really an assault on marriage. If we, if, if the family is kind of the building block that we use for our society, we can see all kinds of assault. We know that some terrible things have happened in the news, and unfortunately continue to happen and there is a there's an assault you know jesus said a house divided won't stand and so what we're doing is helping people to find their foundation so that they can build on something that's solid you know when jesus talked about the storm that hit the house that was built on the sand and the house that was built on the rock he didn't say well if you build on the rock there won't be any storms 
the same storm hits both. And so it's really about being rooted and grounded and having things that won't shift because life shifts and stuff happens and there's different seasons and different trials at different times. And there's a, there's a, I'm seeing back to back to back to back to back, like consistent issues coming up in marriage. Mm-hmm. So do you feel, um, that, well, I already know the answer to this, so I'll say it this way <laughs> as you are counseling these couples you have decided that there's an additional element to that um process uh you are starting an enrichment program Mm -hmm. will you talk about that yeah um couples and in community it's it's challenging for couples to get into community without let's barbecue in someone's backyard and have our children run a rock muck and do family style, and so what I'm a I'm a huge advocate for education and 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 understanding dynamics. The more I understand about what's going on in my kids and my friends and my family, the better I'm able to serve them and love them and understand what's going on in myself. And so I I had this idea um, last fall. Yeah, I think it's bit. been a while. Um, to do a couples connection group. And so what we're going to do is we're going to meet on uh, a Saturday night. We're going to do a, a um, no, Friday night. Friday night. Yeah. Friday night. Jane's like, wait a minute. Wait a second. That's not what we agreed on. <laughs> I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> <laughs> a Friday night. We'll probably do the second Friday of each month. And um, we're going to have a couples connection. And what it's going to be is we're going to get together, we're going to have dinner, and we're going to talk, and we're going to learn. And it's going to be no more than about than about 10 to 12 couples. We're going to keep it small. It's going to be first come, first serve. And we're just going to – there are other people that are struggling with similar things. We're all trying to figure out how to communicate, right? That's the, that's the magic word when we ask people, what is it that you need in marriage counseling? And what do they always say, Jane? We need help communicating. communicating. Yeah, that's the, always the thing. 100%. And so, and so what does that, yeah, every single time. And so what does that mean, right? And so we're going to talk about knowing how to listen to each other and how to hear each other. So it's like other. group counseling kind of, in um, a way? It's going to be teaching. Jane's going to lead the teaching. We'll do some connection stuff. We want people to be in fellowship with other people who prioritize their marriage. And, and additionally, so. you know, um, sometimes we suffer in silence and we think we're the only one, particularly Christians. Like you're supposed to have this perfect marriage and it's supposed to, you know, just look like Jesus in the church. And, you know, all of these things, we have all of these expectations and well, life is messy and people are messy. So odds are marriage is messy. And if, if we can normalize, it's okay to be messy and other people are messy, then it's like, Oh, now I'm not ashamed of my mess. Not that necessarily want to spread it out everywhere, but if you have a safe place to take it out and be like, Oh, I'm, I'm not the only one that struggles with that. I'm not the only one that is super frustrated with this situation because we do see a lot of the same things. And it's not that each individual situation isn't a little bit different, but there are things that are relatively common that with a few tweaks and also just some compassion, which having other people who are struggling with the same thing, you might have a little self-compassion. That's really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, Can be really, really useful. Mm -hmm. So how much does this thing cost? How do people sign up? I'm interested in it. So like, do I have to have it be account, be getting counseling from you to co? No, no, that'll be our primary core, but you can always cut because you're, because you're my girl, (laughs) but like, but, but no, is it at Wellspring? Um, it won't be at Wellspring. We'll do it at a, a, restaurant. a restaurant or something. Yeah. So we're still working some details out. So the best bet is we're hoping to start in May. Um, the best bet is to 
keep checking in with the Wellspring either on Instagram or Facebook or the Wellspring website, which is wellspring-journey.com, and um, look for the Couples Connection information That's there. what it's called, Couples, couples Connection. Couples Connection, uh-huh. Oh, my yeah. goodness. I am so excited, and it's so great that you're doing it because our Navigate Marriage Conference, I didn't even say what the mm-hmm. details of that were. It yeah. is May 6th, Saturday, yeah. from 9 to 3.30 at Coconut Joe's Banquet Hall. So yeah. on the flyer, it has the wrong address. It's not Coconut Joe's Restaurant. It's the Banquet Hall, but online on the registration, the address is updated to the banquet hall it's same area it's off Easton drive yeah. beautiful facility we went to look at it the other day and it's just so fun it's, it's all hawaiian themed mm-hmm. <laughs> and the food is so bomb yeah. <laughs> i'm a huge well that's a requirement food. yeah the food's got to be good it has to be good <laughs> so the flyer is really cool go to our website and visit visit it um so that you can see it's like a nice ship and it it's we had all these like really cool ideas the, the logo or the um tagline is learn to sell through every season and withstand every storm it's 25 dollars per person that is a phenomenal deal yeah that's pretty much what food costs these days you know what i mean to just buy food a nice plate of dinner so you're gonna get great teaching you're gonna get ministry I talked to someone at the college. I talked to Nation at the college. Oh, yeah. I love him. Have you had a chance to really I have get to know not. him? I have not. But I have not. I need to go and just He and his by. wife are going to come. Oh, good. But he came aside, pulled me aside the other day and was like, or today, and he's like, can I help you with anything? And I'm like, honestly, Nation, just go. Just bring your wife and go. Yeah. You have her, <laughs> her <laughs> earphones. Like, oh. um, bring <laughs> just being strangled. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry had her, her earphones uh, wrapped around her Jane's arm. Earphone and poor cord. Jane was being choked. Um, but Nashawn, I was like, just come. I was like, if yeah. you want to support the the marriage conference, just come. You're married, and I said, and pray for the for the people when we do ministry time because we're gonna have a special ministry time. And Nashawn is an intercessor, yeah. so he's oh, really awesome. he has like a prayer uh, live prayer time that he does online every Tuesday, mm. and he's just so anointed. And he's like, I'm gonna get there before. I'm gonna pray over every chair. Oh, do it, you know? Awesome. So it gives me chills because it's like we're gonna have teaching. Doctor Jane is gonna teach. Doctor Sherry, you're gonna teach. Doctor yeah. Victor from Summit is gonna teach on spiritual leadership yeah we're gonna have a panel with phenomenal husbands and wives that are there we want to try to have like a lot of couples like five couples maybe six couples spanned out across this big table and people are gonna be able to ask them questions yeah right yeah i think we may do note cards where they get to write down personal questions maybe yeah to make it personal you know so people can feel like they're getting answers and then at the end we're gonna end with ministry time where people are gonna who are a part of our team, like Nashawn would be one of our team people. Mm-hmm. And just, they're just going to walk around and they're just going to minister to you and pray over your marriage. Because I'm telling you what, I, have you ever had your marriage prayed for? Has anyone ever yes. laid hands on you and prayed yes. for your marriage with Absolutely. your spouse there? Yeah. Yep. I'm getting like emotional right now because I've only had it happen like a couple times. But I remember when Cadence, um, we had Cadence and I had postpartum depression in my church. This gets me so emotional. My marriage was under such attack because I was like out of my mind, you know? And they called me and David into the church. Cadence was like four months old. The elders were there and they just put together a prayer meeting just for David and I. It's beautiful. And they like laid hands on us. And it was like, that's the most amazing thing in the world. That changed the course of our life. Mm -hmm. That really did. And I'm not just saying that. When people pray for your marriage, it changes the course of your life. Yeah. So we want to do that for you. We want this marriage conference to be an extension to show you what is accessible to you in this community. What is Wellspring extending to this community Mm -hmm. to restore marriages? What is God doing through Summit Bible College to equip leaders? Now, both of you are graduates of Summit, right? That's correct. Absolutely. And you're proud of that. Absolutely. (laughs) 
it's a it's a help to equip you yeah. for what you do. So um, I asked you a question. Whoever wants to talk first, what, where, why don't you ask? What is the question that I asked, Dr. Sherry? And then maybe Jane will answer, and then you can um, answer after her. <laughs> some of the things that we're seeing under attack. You asked yeah. about tools, yeah. and then you asked about what are some solutions. So, so which where do you one do you want me to tackle attack. first? The attack. Mm. So ask Jane and let her answer, and then okay, you answer. Jane. <laughs> oh, that's easy. This is how we pass the buck. <laughs> and then answer after her. Okay. Let's see if we see Why don't you two trick. just have a little conversation? Okay. Like we can do that. So um, I'm seeing a lot of um, addiction, and not always the traditional ones that we tend to think of. Um, so there's a yeah. lot of that that is uh, making a marriage very crowded, um, because really you, you pretty much have a mistress if you have an addiction that's going on in there. Um, there's there's been affairs there's been obviously communication when when people talk about communication what they really mean is connection but i mean we we read that they say we don't communicate well they're communicating just fine they're just not communicating what they want and they're not feeling connected so um there's just um you know we've we've laughed about it ed the electronic distractions everyone's on their phone so it's the other ed so um there's no (laughs) oh that's a good one so you know when people are and we see it in restaurants whether you need to do a a commercial (laughs) right the other ed the other ed yeah people are a couple you'll see a couple at a at a restaurant and they're on their phones they're sitting you know sending each other away from each other or not like oh let me just finish this or whatever and so we've um people are we talked about busyness very Mm -hmm. very distracted we we kind of have this fear that we could actually die from boredom and we actually are working against our design if we don't actually have times of rest and quiet and that is terrifying to somebody that's used to always being on and the expectation is that you'll always be on but that's not our design yeah so do you agree with her or do you have more I to do, add? I do. I also think That's that good. what's under attack is both trust and commitment. Mm-hmm. Because if you, can't, if you can't be trustworthy, you can't commit. And if, you're, if your partner doesn't understand or if you don't understand what commitment means to me or if I don't understand what commitment means to my spouse, um, how can we be trustworthy? And so understanding that it doesn't, everything doesn't mean the same to everyone and allowing autonomy as well as unity at the exact Absolutely. same time. If I can be ho- completely who I am and know my husband's committed to me and I can trust him, then, then I'm going to be able to relax and be authentic and be genuine and vice versa. But if I don't, if I know that I'm going to be coming under a microscope or judgment or you're not doing these things to fulfill my needs, then I'm not free to be the daughter of the Most High King I'm called to be. And my husband is also not free to be the son because I am my father's daughter before I'm my husband's wife. And a lot of times we get out of alignment. My husband is my father's son before he's my husband. And so recognizing that I get to have autonomy and he gets to have autonomy and then doing life together through that, that's the commitment I want, right? That's, that's building that trust and new, truly knowing each other, each other's hopes and hearts and dreams and mm-hmm. concerns and fears. So you can do life well and be a good support for each other. And if you don't have that, the, the reaction to that is either complete disengagement or radical control. Yeah. And, you know, we... If, if you don't trust somebody and you're and they have the ability to hurt you it's it seems a reasonable thing to try and control them except it's completely unreasonable self-control is a fruit of the spirit controlling somebody else different spirit yeah 
So that's amazing that you just brought that up about control because David went on a trip last week and we were arguing before he went on a trip and it was just a sore time for me to be alone with the kids because it wasn't like we were on perfect terms. We weren't on horrible terms. Like we didn't, we didn't leave in a fight, but it was like one of those times where it's like, okay, this is going to be used for good. I'm going to make it be used for good. Like I'm going to like really pray and just try to get my heart in the right place so that when he returns, like we'll be in a good spot and we can talk about the things we didn't have time to talk about before he left. And in that period of time, I got my heart really right with the Lord. And I was very intentional when the kids were down for bed and I had like my five minutes of time without (laughs) kids and like work and everything. I just laid quiet before the Lord. Um, and I just asked him like what my problem was, you know, like basically I was like, what's like the problem like right now? Because sometimes I think we get so messy in our emotions. Dr. Sherry, I have to say the best thing I've ever heard in my entire life is the phrase that you coined. Be Mm -hmm. careful what you tell yourself about how you feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, seriously, that's just the best, the coolest phrase ever because it's so real and so relatable to us, especially for women. Like for me, especially because I am emotional, I am passionate. I'm, um, I think that I feel, here's what I was under. I was under this, um, this deception that like, if I don't share everything that I feel, I'm not being authentic, Mm. but here's what the Lord showed me. He was like, you are not obligated to share every emotion that you have Mm -hmm. to express every feeling that you have to speak on every offense that you have. Mm -hmm. That's not what makes you authentic. What makes you authentic is, is, is doing what my word says. Mm -hmm. Be slow to speak. Yeah. Quick to listen, quick to get angry. Mm -hmm. When I do that, that's being authentic. Why? Mm -hmm. Because I say that I'm a Christian and I say that I'm a Christian woman. So I have to choose in those moments when I'm emotional and I want to tell him it's like, I have like this calling out, quote unquote anointing that is not so much like an anointing sometimes where it's like (laughs) I feel like I always have to speak and if you know me like really well you know that that's how my personality where it's like I'm gonna tell you what I want to tell you and if I see that there's something wrong like I'm gonna call it out and I think that God has used me in amazing ways in that because Mm -hmm. when someone knows that I love them edification is the result of that and like the word of God talks about like sharpening one another in love it's a great tool because I'm bold and I'm not afraid of conflict I'm literally not afraid of conflict at all however when you're married to someone and like what does the word of God say like it's better to live on the edge of your house than in the than inside with a quarrel with the dripping woman yeah the roof I had say it again so it's better to live on the corner of the roof than in a house with a dripping woman one of the um the sum total of my that is pre- the word of the Lord, y'all. That <laughs> 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 dripping woman. I'm gonna highlight that. <laughs> so one of the way back uh, before Mike and I even got married, uh, we've been married for 31 years now. So this is a long time oh, ago, wow. and a great friend of ours said that uh, ladies inside of every man is a ladder. So if you start to do that thing, even if they're physically present, they're like. Brrr, and they're up the ladder. They are on the peak of the roof and they are not listening. So when you wonder why they're not listening to you, it's because they're not listening to you. And so they go, uh-huh, uh-huh, so that you can stop that like annoying thing that you're doing. And so we wanna we wanna communicate effectively. We want when we talk about struggles with communication, what we're looking for is connection. And we don't connect when we're being criticized because that's not safe. 
So that's what it is. So I was like, okay, what's the problem? You know what I mean? And then the Lord showed me that I have this like overflowing urge to show what's inside me all the time. Because to me, in my mind, that's intimacy. Like into me, you see into Mm -hmm. me, you see, like, I'm going to open up the good, the bad and the ugly. This is what I feel. This is what I think. But that is really counterproductive to true intimacy because Joyce Meyer, of all people, I don't like listen to her a whole ton, but it was like the coolest thing that I heard her ever say. She talked about a struggle that her husband was having one time. David is his name, ironically, because that's my husband's name. And she was like, he was sharing on a platform, which he doesn't share very much. He was sharing on a platform about this big struggle that he was having and how he overcame it. And like everyone in the congregation, um, everyone in the congregation was like, I think we have like an air message going on right now. Are we doing good, Greg? That's the EAS. I can't do anything. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, But it's all good. We're good to go still. Okay. Um, He'll probably edit that part out. Greg, how many minutes do we have left? You've got four. Four minutes? Okay. He'll edit all that out. So Joyce Meyer was talking about how her husband was sharing to the congregation that he had overcome this struggle and like he was sharing all these principles about how he overcame and then Joyce pulled him aside after and was like I never heard that you were going through that like what are you talking about you know and he was like I didn't share that with you because I knew you couldn't help me mm. and I think that sometimes we need to ask ourselves that question like in marriage like for me there are things that I want in my marriage that I can't I can't lie to myself about that yeah But there are also things that I have tensions about that, like, my husband can't help me with. Mm -hmm. So why am I putting the pressure on him or nagging him or trying to control him when the the result of that is not actually going to give me what I want? And if I just took a minute and had self-control, like you said, Dr. Jane, self-control is the number one thing God gave me the other night. Mm -hmm. He said the issue of all the fruits of the spirit, he said the issue that you need to surrender to and yield to the most is Mm -hmm. my my self-control, the fruit of self-control. Because if I could learn how to be self-controlled and think before I speak, quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to get angry, I would recognize that I have the ability. I am a powerful woman of God. I have the ability to ask myself, is this going to edify mm-hmm. our marriage? Yeah, the fruit of the spirit, the, the fruit of the spirit of self-control is what gives you the ability to relate to people and yourself with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness. It's because of the self-control. And I want to I wanna put this to you um, like this, Caitlin. Intimacy is an invitation. Mm-hmm. It isn't a, I'm going to force, if you want to force authenticity onto everybody and be authentic exactly who you are all the time so no one has any questions about you or where you stand, that actually isn't, intimacy mm-hmm. it's it's something else intimacy is an invitation to see into me it isn't a required i do not have to or a demand yeah it can't be it cannot be demanded it's because it has to be the true the true part of where you are and so if you will reconsider what intimacy is and like this is an invitation that i'm extending to my husband and by the way folks intimacy does not equal sex i'm just mm-hmm. going to put that right on the board if it does it's a lot better but i'm just but, saying yeah no <laughs> <laughs> hey but, i'm on team i like sex as a girl okay excuse me <laughs> no you can have all sex you want but sex is not intimacy right not intimacy the is about who about sharing who i am yeah my heart my hopes my dreams my thoughts my fears 
my good, my bad, my ugly, and it's an invitation, and it's a sacred invitation. And it requires vulnerability. Yeah. You know, so if somebody's on blast, that's not vulnerable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I'm a mess. I mean, everybody on air knows now. I'm just here. I'm here to pour it out there because I'm like, hey, I know there's some people out here who can identify with me. Absolutely. Maybe they're not as messy as me, but maybe they can identify with some of it. But um, we're going to end this broadcast. We're going to do another segment that's going to be aired. It's just such a pleasure to have you, ladies. I told you the 30 minutes go by quick. So we're going to jump right into the next segment. We're going to talk a little bit about some more stuff, really just building on what we've already shared, like the question of what is the attack? And I think next broadcast, let's talk about some of the solutions that you have for the attacks that are on marriage. So Dr. Jane very candidly shared what are the attacks on marriage right now? She clarified that. Um, Let's talk about what some solutions are. Tune in. God bless you guys. This broadcast is sponsored by Summit Bible College.